Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Countess speaking. We have arrived. You're listening to Mostly Unscripted, a podcast about life, liberty, and the pursuit of reality TV fame. We hope you enjoy this program. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and review. And now your hosts. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sam and Allie speaking. Chic, c'est la vie. C'est bon. C'est bon. Chic, c'est la vie. C'est bon. C'est bon. bon. <laughs> oh, man. Where do we begin? I think we need to start this week's episode with a recap of the Housewives of New York finale. Absolutely. And ode to Countess Luann. Have you listened to her records? <laughs> no, but after that finale, I'm where are they on Spotify? They're all on Spotify, baby. And they're really, it's important music for our generation. <laughs> First of all, Chic Say La Vie is basically spoken. She does not sing. She does not have one any note. sort of musical rhythm going not on. Not even remotely. But Class with the Count, or Money Can't Buy You Class, is legendary. I am so upset that we didn't get tickets. I know. Had I known about it prior, I would have gotten us tickets. You know, she's still performing. She's going to be in Atlantic City soon. But what were we thinking, not getting tickets? I don't think we realized the impact that this show would have on cultural society. It also looks really fun. I feel like Sonia deliberately took her dress yeah, off. Yeah, that there was... There was just too much coincidence. The whole season they talked about, don't like show your naked body, don't let any wardrobe malfunction happen. And it look, if you like look at the footage, it looks like she actually unties it. Do you think she did? I Her entire ass was hanging. I think she needs to do that stuff. I think sometimes she's, you know how she's like, I'm a performer. I've been doing, I've been entertaining my whole life. Right. I think sometimes she's maybe worried that she's not going to make as much of a splash or mm-hmm. be as like creditable as people think. So she has to do these outlandish things. That was hilarious. Oh my God. I like give people, do you know what I'm trying to yeah, say here? That makes sense. Yeah, like, it she is has, outlandish. She is an outlandish personality. That's a really like, good word to describe. Sunya. Of course her Sonya. dress would Emoji come off. Emoji sun yeah. dash Y-A. Sunya. Sunya. Sunya Morgan like, is outlandish. I just think of course her dress came off. Like it wouldn't have been normal if her dress didn't come off. Right. I heard from a few people that went that it's a little disjointed and that she doesn't sing very much. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, she's pretty tone deaf, I must say. I love when they all get into it. And even Ramona was like, money can't buy you class. Elegance is Like, they get into it for her. And it's such a a joke, but Yeah, you can't tell if they're mocking her, if they're really into it. I mean, Bethany kind of sits back with like a smirk, like this is absurd. Well, you have to remember, Bethany had already left the show when Luann became a singer. Right. Luann became a singer season four. Bethany left season three. The whole Carol thing came out. That she's leaving the show? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we predicted that. Of course. I, I still wonder, I mean, there's debate over whether she got fired, right. whether she left voluntarily. Right. I will say it's interesting if you remember when they do the recap at the very end of the episode where they do the, the like, text on the screen and, yeah. they, and, they, and they tell you where the person is now. Mm-hmm. It said, Carol has chosen to move on, which they've never done before. So they made this decision before they edited the last episodes. I, I, that leads me to believe that she, the, the decision really was hers to leave. Right, because if she had gotten fired, ultimately, that that that's a very important thing that you just picked up on mm-hmm. then. Because Remember, it said Carol yeah, is no, moving on, yeah, yeah. choosing to focus on other things. They've never said that before about a housewife. No, so, that, so it probably was her decision then. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I think she had a rough season. I think the viewers really turned on her, understandably, because, you know, you take a shot at the B, you better not miss. And I, I don't 
think she really hit the mark with right. the. I don't think she could really articulate what the issue was, and people just. Well, that's with the whole Bethany. thing that got very frustrating. I mean, if you go back to earlier conversations that you and I had together, there was a point in the beginning of their of their issues where I was kind of like swaying Carol's way, mm-hmm. but as the weeks unfolded and it just kept going, she to your point, she could never truly articulate what her issue with Bethany was. Right, it just seemed like she had an axe to grind with her, or she was holding a grudge and she just didn't want but to then be just friends say with it Bethany. but like she bottom line she just stopped liking her yeah it's clear it's it's clear as day at this point I don't know it right, got like she really decided, weird she decided at some point she didn't really want to be friends with Bethany like that for anymore, no apparent reason we've learned didn't bother to explain why to Bethany but then like trying to flip it a little and make Bethany be like the, the crazy villain. one yeah I agree and now there's rumors that she wants to join the view oh god I could see that I can't because she, I, uh, and I, I read this she doesn't talk fast enough she, I don't think she could keep up with the women on the view she they does would bury her. talk like very, very slow, slow. And calculated and yeah, yeah for sure do you watch the view no, because I work and it's on during the day. <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen it. I remember. I used to watch The View when it was at its peak. Like Elizabeth Hasselbeck, Rosie O'Donnell going at it, politically charged. Interesting. It's a good show. And I mean, Barbara Walters. Who's Walter, on it now? Whoopi? Um, Whoopi is still on it. Megan McCain, Joy Behar. Isn't that woman um, from Blackish? Who? Blackish woman. Diana Ross's daughter? Yeah. No, she's not on it. Tracy Ellis Ross? Yeah. No. That's Diana Ross's daughter? Yeah. Shut the front door. Yes. I had no idea, but now thinking about it, they kind of look alike. They look nothing alike. But okay. They look alike. <laughs> not really. Yeah. Did you also know that Ashley Simpson is married to Diana yes. Ross's son, and now they have a new reality show coming out? No, but I knew she was married to that fine-looking dark man <laughs> with the light eyes. Well, he's Evan not so Ross. dark. Evan but Ross. Yeah. yeah, I love Diana Ross. Speaking of which, we should probably yeah. pay tribute to the Queen, Queen of Soul, Soul, Aretha Franklin, rest in peace. I mean, that's that's a legend right there. We just totally went on a tangent from New York. It happens. We'll get back to it. But I was saddened to hear about Aretha Franklin. She was really young, only 76. 76. I know. Do you know that I read that she died the same day as the king of rock and roll? Elvis Presley. Yes. But that's not that ironic. I think that's weird. Mm, I don't think so. You don't think that's a little weird? Not really. I mean, it's, yeah. I wouldn't read too much into it. But what's your favorite Aretha Franklin song? I mean, I think I only know one, and then I realize I know two. Really? I only know Respect and Natural Woman. What else does she sing? Really? Tell me. Give me another song. Like, freedom, freedom, freedom. And that one, and then, oh, I know like, that one. only one who could ever reach me was the son of a preacher man. man. Oh, my God, that's only her? One. I believe so. Don't quote me on that, but I think so. Yes, he was. All right. Was. Give me a little... Give me a little, give me a little, three, two, one. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. No, no, they know me. Suck it to me, suck it to me, suck it to me, suck it to me. Aretha, your music will live on. We love you. Love you. Since we're on the subject of untimely deaths, it's only Oh, I was avoiding this. I know, Dennis. Oh, my God. And we said, I said such terrible things. We both we both said that he was a Scientologist, that he was dead behind the eyes. He was trapped in his face. I feel really, I was 
are blindsided we like mind predictors? No, I don't think anyone could have predicted that. I really never would have guessed that he had any sort of struggle. No, all jokes aside, it's very, very issues. sad. And I feel terrible for Bethany. Me too. I think this might send her into a tailspin. Like, the shit just keeps hitting her. I also got an alert yesterday or today that something else is happening now with Jason. Well, now I read that Jason is using this situation in their custody battle, claiming that, oh, she She's makes uns- bad parenting choices by exposing their daughter to this type of person, oh, which isn't God. fair. No. I, I actually think, I think mean, there's like conflicting reports, but apparently he wasn't a drug addict. I think he had some sort of injury from an accident and oh. he was taking, he I mean, was that's often a lot the he case. He was prescribed Oxycontin, so maybe he, he took them more than he should of, but apparently he realized he had taken too much. He sent his person to get him the Narcan. By the time they got back, he had died. Very scary. Yeah, I mean, and supposedly they were like maybe quote unquote engaged. I read that he had proposed and that she quote didn't say no. But now this all makes sense because had he really did have an issue, perhaps he really did have a problem and that's what always held her back to fully being with him. I think you could be right. I mean, that makes a lot of sense because she always proceeds with caution. She's not impulsive. Right. She thinks she's strategic. She probably thought, shit, Dennis, I, I mean, they've known each other for years, no? 30 years. Yeah. yeah. She, it's he was probably her person, right? But she but couldn't she was get wrapped up to in commit it. To him because of his issues. Wow. So, oh my God. So, what is this? Nar- I know what Narcon is, obviously, but where is it at? Like CVS? I actually don't know if you can get it over the counter. So, or- where was his assistant going to get it from? I don't know. It must be available at the drugstore. That's scary. I know. That's what saved so Demi he, Lovato. I know. So he took too many oxys. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I wonder how many is too many. I'm sure it just depends. And then he, you think he, what he started to feel sick probably and realized. And then, yep. And then just lost consciousness and died. That must've been a lot. Cause he wasn't a small guy. No, I know. That's really, anyway, really effing we, scary. Our thoughts are with the yeah, and the things Shields we said, family. the things we said were of just course, like in joking matter. Yeah, but we were also jo- we love to like pick on people in like a loving way. Of course, that's yeah. our shtick. Yeah, that's our shtick. No, but terrible. And yeah, I mean, coincidentally, my friend Jamie. Hi, Jamie, if you're listening. Mm-hmm. Lives no, in- of course, none of your friends are listening because you don't promote the podcast, right? Right. You anyway. let me do all the heavy lifting. Anywho, do Jamie was at her parents' house in Syosset, mm-hmm. and the funeral home was on her is like right around the corner from her house. And she said the traffic jams were jam- for hours. She couldn't leave her house for hours. No way. She said the traffic jams were insanity. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if this is going to affect Bethany's decision to come back next I sure season. hope it doesn't. She's got to get right back in the saddle with life. She can't, I think this is like skimming rock bottom and she's got to like yeah. find a way to, to get back on the horse. Well, knowing her, she's going to dive right into work. I think that's the only thing that can distract her from all this craziness. I mean, I know the reunion recorded prior to this untimely incident, mm-hmm. but she looked good at the she reunion. Re- they all look good, actually. No. Well, no. Bethany I mean, Ramona looks slamming. Great. Sonia looks great. Great. Even Carol looked better. Um, her hair is growing on me. Certain styles, she looks good. I don't know. Without the bangs. It's it's going to be interesting to see how the reunion unfolds because yeah, I'm sure I... they go toe-to-toe. It's interesting that Carol has the hot seat at the reunion. You know, the seat next to Andy is the most important seat. So if you have that seat, it means on you On either were, side? Yeah. Closest to Andy means you were the most important character that season. You had the biggest storyline, the most to say. Interesting. That's like a known thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, so who's in the hot seat for this? Well, Bethany's on one side and Carol's on the other. But closest to Andy. Ramona's on the end, ironically. Well, She's she never really been on the end before. 
have for. much. She didn't add much this season. I mean, she no. has her quirkiness and like, but she really wasn't involved in any specific drama. Except with Bethany. Wow, Bethany. Wow, you well, don't. We're support going back other to women. the. We're going back to the. You don't support other women thing, but that's not like a real. I think she's just looking for exposure for her skincare line, which apparently doesn't even exist. Bethany has claimed. Honey girl. Piper. Allie's dog is now aggressively playing with a chew toy. Piper. Where was I? Ramona Skincare. Yeah, so apparently Bethany claims that the skincare line does not actually exist, that all of Ramona's business ventures are fake. Like we're going back to Sonia's toaster? Similar to that. I mean, I looked up the dermatologist affiliated with Ramona Skincare line. I think mm-hmm. her name is Dr. Amy Lewis. Interesting, okay. So I looked it up and she's very legit. Mm-hmm. And then like one of these other bloggers I follow was tagging Amy Lewis. So she's legit, but I can't, you know... Is the skincare available to purchase, though? Ageless by Ramona? That I can't confirm or deny. I didn't, I didn't notice that. We need to look into that. But I wanted to see back. what kind of dermatologist this was, and she seems very legit. But let's get to the bulk of the episode. Okay, last. So, I mean, if anyone needed more proof that Dorinda is just completely unhinged, just watch this episode. Yeah, I... I Giovanni! Another Giovanni! She's just that so... That was too much. And... And props to Bethany Extra. for calling her out. Like, enough with the Giovanni. That's your, that's your friend wearing dresses. It's like, right. she didn't steal your husband. Yeah. The Giovanni, Giovanni, <laughs> another Giovanni. <laughs> and she looks so angry. Something ha- turns on her when she drinks. Yeah, it's scary. It's her a, hair it's, gets all disheveled. Her makeup First of all, what was with her makeup at Countess Night? It yeah. was like Halloween-ish yeah, a little. She really does look like a clown It sometimes. was not okay. She had on bright blue eyeshadow. I, shadow yeah and that hair i don't know well the hair coming on the reunion that's a wig right (laughs) is either a wig or some extension she's wigging out she definitely is i don't hate it though it's a nice change for her I just think she has a lot of self-reflection to be done. I think she has a lot of anger. She has issues. Mm -hmm. She gets a nasty ass drunk. And the things she says are just irreparable, I think. Is that the the right word? Irreparable? Close. It's hard to say that word. Irreparable. Irreparable. Yeah. I just think she's nasty and I think it's time to like, see you, Doreen. Right. That was the best line of the night. See you, Doreen. Yeah. Luann just was like, get the fuck out of my face. Get out of my face. Yeah. What was my night? Luann was particularly raspy this episode, her voice. Well, I think she was singing a lot. I think they recorded the interview with her after the performance and she had lost her voice because she was really like very, I got all this baby. I know. She was giving me kind of Big Ange vibes a little, right? Oh, rest in peace, Big Ange. Big Ange. Big Ange. Do an impression. You're a rat. Remember when she got into the fight with Renee? God, I miss that show. Remember when her and Renee went at it, which was totally unexpected, and it was like, "Cause they're old school I'm gonna friends. wreck you. You don't mess with my family, Sally Dog Lombardi. You're a rat. Oh my God, it was such a scene. Dorita was throwing plates. Karen was bunching left and right. I didn't even get to have a cup of coffee or a piece of cake. I can't believe she's dead. I know. That's so weird. I actually thought of her the other day and then was like, she is not with us. And that's just like a really weird thought. It's a big void. All right, moving on. 
What are your thoughts on Jersey Shore returning already? So, Way too soon. Yeah. Why are they coming back already? It's I been don't a month. No. So Mike said, Allie, my husband, last night goes, Allie, oh my God, we missed the first season, the first episode of Jersey Shore. And I was like, there's no way it's back yet. So I looked and it happened to have just been the sneak peek. But the sneak peeks are what leads up to, like they're airing it in what, like a week or two? Yeah. That's, okay. I get that you're trying to catch the wave and ride the wave while they're like back and like relevant. Right. But like give me a little suspense. A little more time to miss them. Yeah. I they just were on. Way too soon. Way too soon. Do you want to hit OC? Yeah. Thoughts on them? Mm. I mean Tamara's got to fucking go. I'm so done with her. I have to say something. What? I don't even know if I can say this out loud. And I I'm going to completely contradict what I've said previously. I think Vicky's time may be up. <gasps> I think I think that she's run her course on this show. She seems uninterested, disengaged, not present, just not willing to really well, get involved and it's a little repetitive with Vicky. She's always stepping in shit and trying to clean it up and backpedaling and and talking out of both sides of her mouth and I'm just like, "Vic, honey." Honey. No, I com- I do not disagree it, with you on any level it there. It breaks my fucking heart to even say it. She does seem very disengaged. She's just going through the motions cuz she has to cuz this is like her job. Like and This is her thing. Like I mean, the show is like OG. my job. Yeah, she's the OG of the OC. All due respect, I get her place in the Bravo, you know, the history World. of Bravo and the legacy, but I don't know. I don't know what she contributes anymore. But, but then again, I still can't imagine the show without her, so no, I'm very conflicted. No, but then again, what they're putting out is not that great. The other housewives they've had collectively throughout the years, like bring back Heather Dubrow at this point. We've said that, yeah. They need to stop bringing on new people that have no real connection to the group. Right. That's why Dorinda has been such a successful housewife. That's why, if you look back historically, why the Melissa Gorgas worked well because there was a real genuine connection between mm-hmm. a current cast member it's and a, a new really, cast really member. It's a really, really good... And, yeah. you know, these two new people really have no... So Zero it's like you connection. spend like five or six episodes just introducing people instead of just getting right to it. Well, it's what I said last week. I hate how they, like, don't bring them on until, like, episode three or four. They'll show, like, little snippets of them in one and two, mm-hmm. but then it's, like, a dinner where they're meeting for the first time, and it's just weird. Tamara knows this one from a gym class. She don't really know her. No, it's all very It's all very fake. So you're right. The Melissa Gorgas, the Dorindas, I'm sure we can think of so many more. Beverly Hills is now in production with- They're off to the Bahamas, I saw. And you know who's joining the cast. Who? Denise Richards. Oh, that's confirmed? Of course, yeah. She's with them filming. <laughs> oh, she is? Yeah, she's oh already doing God. press about it. So I, when they initially revealed that, I was like, oh my God, yes. I can't wait because I love Denise Richards. And then I realized I was thinking of her character in Wild Things. Oh, she was sexy was AF. Sexy Crazy. Then I realized, wait, I don't know what Denise Richards is really like. Is she going to bring the drama? She got to be a little crazy if she was ever married to Charlie Sheen. Preach. She's got some loose motherfucking screws, (laughs) and I'm a big fan of that motherfucker. Who, Charlie? I love him. What's to love about Charlie Sheen? What do you know about Charlie Sheen? I just think- List three things. List three good qualities about Charlie Sheen right now. Okay, fine. I love him on- Two and a Half Men. Okay, He's one. great on Two and a Half Men. Okay, good actor, one. What was that funny thing he was doing a few years ago? Drugs, hookers, no. I don't know. I don't know what he was doing besides no, what was that, crashing like, funny, his car on Mulholland saying, Drive. 
that he was doing a few years ago. Beats me. Um, okay, so I guess I don't love Charlie Sheen, but he is batshit crazy, and Denise is married, was married to him, and they have children together, so something's got to be off with her, which means she's going to bring it. <laughs> I hope so. I wonder <laughs> who she's going to- Can you not agree with that, though? Maybe, but I wonder who she's going to go up against. Teddy, maybe? Because they're both like newish. I mean, mm, she's not going to go to the I Queens. I hope Erica. So and who's Camille, back? So every, who- everyone from last season, plus Denise. And Camille is also filming with them full-time, I think. Oh, I miss Kim Richards. I hope she's doing well. Me too. She's fighting lawsuits left and right from her fucking pit bull. Oh my God, wait, what happened with her pit Kingsley just keeps biting people in West Hollywood and she keeps getting sued. Oh my God. I know. So what did Charlie Sheen do? He started the whole winning thing. He did? Yes. Winning? Yeah. Hashtag winning? Yes. Hashtags weren't even around when he was. He started the in whole the news. winning movement. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure. But he wasn't winning. But that was the whole point. Okay. So it was kind of a slow news week. I feel like there's really no major headlines to discuss. I mean, today I read that NYU is giving away free 100% tuition for medical students, current, future, and people who are in debt. What? Yes. Because they don't want people to be prevented from going to medical school. I'm about to go to effing medical school. (laughs) Why would you just retroactively go to med school? I'm going to medical school. Okay. Me too. I'm going to make my parents proud. Fuck it. I didn't get into NYU. Oh, poor thing. Did you apply to NYU? No. It was the only school I didn't get into. You went to where? Hard. Oh, God. Did you see? There was a tweet recently and it said, I tell people I went to Hart. What what was it? It was. Anytime people say, oh, where did you go to school? Hartford. Sometimes it registers as Harvard for people. And they're like, what? And I have to be like. Harvard. I have to be like, no, Hart. in Connecticut and then they're like oh Oh. (laughs) I went to school in Miami for one year I think that you should tell the story of when you went for that competition there's really no story to tell then let's tell the story of your freshman year roommate in Miami Mm, okay no my freshman okay my freshman year roommate he was a, a lovely gentleman named Stephen Wong And he was Jamaican and Chinese, so he looked Asian but had a very, very heavy Jamaican accent, which was, like, a little hard to kind of, like... Mind fuck. Yeah, it was, like, a bit of a mind fuck. (laughs) No, let's talk about when you got the letter in the mail and you said, okay, my roommate's name is Stephen Wong. Right. You naturally thought... Oh, okay. Oh, okay. He's of Asian descent. Right. Cool. I figured maybe... Where was he from? I didn't know at the time, but I thought, oh, maybe he's like from the West Coast. I don't know. Because I didn't recognize the area code. So it gave me his number and I I called him and I got a Mm -hmm. message saying, you're calling the island of Mandeville, Jamaica. So I'm like, oh, like he lives in Jamaica. And as it turns out, he was Jamaican and Chinese and um, he sounded primarily Jamaican, um, (laughs) which was fine. I'm sorry, but that's just so, like, uh, two such different things. It's like... And so I went into this, like, you know, I'm sharing this room with someone. I need to be in control Wait, no, of the room. Wait, no, you walked so in I... and you saw an Asian man, and then he started speaking, and he sounded like a Jamaican? Correct. Where, did you start instantly hysterical laughing? No. Were you, were you just like, oh, my God? No, it just took a minute your to process. There? I don't remember my first meeting with him. All I remember is that as time went on, you know, I bought the television. I bought the refrigerator. So I would stock up the fridge, and at times he would say, oh, can I get one of your caprices? Or, you know, can I get to remote control for the TV? (laughs) He was so sweet, very soft-spoken, really, really nice boy. 
Um, sadly, we just didn't like connect on any other level. Um, so we didn't keep in touch when I left Miami. Do you think but... he would know you to this day if you like saw him on the street? Well, I wonder sometimes. I mean, because I remember him pretty vividly, and I you know tell people about my college roommate experience. I wonder what his version of it was. You know, was I just some loud mouth Italian from New York that came in like, hey, I'm buying the fridge, I'm buying the TV. It's my rules, my way of the highway. Yeah, I'd be vacuuming the floor. I would make his bed sometimes. Oh my God. Couldn't stand to look at the room if it wasn't pristine. But then I transferred to Fordham and um, now here we are. Okay. We have to move on, Allie. I feel that this episode is lacking because we really, neither of us came prepared with a list of current events, but there really wasn't much this week. You want to talk about Vela Shape? No. Why not? <laughs> you have nothing to be ashamed of. Allie's currently undergoing Vela Shape treatments. It's radio frequency technology that liquidizes fat cells so yeah. that you pee them out. So she's had a few- I don't know if that's real that you pee it out. Okay. I haven't peed more than normal. You haven't normal. peed since last Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't peed more than normal, I feel like. Well, you need to maybe keep a log, like a pee-pee log, and say, okay, I've peed twice today as opposed to four times I yesterday. I think maybe you'd probably pee a lot if you were doing it throughout your whole body. Like, I'm only doing a small area of my body. Right. So maybe that, like, lessens it. So are you seeing results? I mean, I've only had two sessions, and I, I it definitely smooths the skin. Mm-hmm. Which is what you want, right? Yeah. That's the desired result. All right, so so far, so good with the Vela shape. What are your thoughts on this Space Force thing, the new branch of the military? I don't know what that is. So apparently, they're like creating an entire division of the military to operate in space to defend satellites. What? Right? What is that? What does that mean? Not a clue, but it seems like a huge... Fuck. Allie's husband's home. Buzz. Hubby's home. (laughs) Mike, can you give us a minute? We're struggling through this episode, Mike. (sighs) Can we not? Why do I sound nuts? Guys, please. I'm not eating a salad right now. What do you feel like eating? I want sushi. Use your words. You want sushi every night? You want sushi? You're going to get fucking mercury poisoning. I don't eat it every single day. I haven't had it all week. Nothing. I haven't eaten today. I had three scrambled, two scrambled eggs. And I had a bar. Breathe through it. Breathe through it. Let's just finish. Okay, let's finish. Why don't we tell people about our experience at Tabitha's bitch camp? Okay. (laughs) Okay. I had no idea she was a hairdresser. You didn't? No. (laughs) How did you not know? I mean, she started out on Sheer Genius, and then she was on Sabatha's Talon, Tabitha's Salon Takeover. Tabitha's Salon Takeover, because she took over businesses. Are you okay? You're struggling through it. Yeah, this is unreal. Can we try this again later in the week, like 15, no, 20 minutes? No, I'm not committing again. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, then, then we have to record next week, too. You need to rein it I in. I know. Eaten. Oh, maybe it is. All right, so do you want to just call it for today? I don't think you're in the condition to keep doing this right now. I really don't. I think I just need to lay down. I think I just need to go into bed and lay down. Okay. So we are back, ladies and gentlemen. It's been two days. Allie has had ample time, hopefully, to rest recover. and recover <laughs> and eat, I hope. Yes, I've eaten. Although I'm starving right now waiting for my dinner. Okay. So can you just give the viewers or the listeners a little bit of context here? Or do you want me to? No, the context is I work a really long week. I have high social demands. I have family demands. I have 
mommy puppy dog duty demands and sometimes I just break and I we were recording the other night I was so hungry I hadn't eaten all day and I had worked out and I just got very overwhelmed in the moment and I just like the pressure of recording I just kind of lost my shit a little you cracked you had a Bethany Frankel style Cartagena meltdown but like that's reality so I'm gonna keep it 100 right now exactly and we have there's no reason to hide that we all have our pressures and I just got very overwhelmed in the moment and I'm sorry for causing such a scene and being so you know playing the victim but it is what it is and I'm back bitches so we have a couple of loose ends to tie up yep. from last week. Let's so let's put em. your mood swings aside. My mood swings are set aside. Okay. We were in the process of telling everyone about our experience at Tabitha's bitch camp. Bitch camp. Okay. Brave, intelligent, tenacious, creative, and honest. What did you make of the whole thing? Okay. Let's start from the beginning. So Sam picked me up from work in the city. We drove out to Hoboken and you know we're looking for a spot and we pull up to the venue, I guess we'll call it for lack of better words and we were both looked at each other like where are we (laughs) it was was like so off the beaten path this tiny little store corner front thing called celebrate life right celebration life studio with susan and it was just so effing random i'm sorry i don't really know what i was expecting i think i was maybe expecting like an auditorium feel right or I didn't know if it was going to be a hundred people, a thousand people, or two people. I knew it was going to be intimate. I didn't know it was going to be completely female empowerment driven. And that intimate. I mean, it was only 40 seats in the house. 40? Are you kidding? There was maybe 20. Oh, was it that small? There was only like 20 people in that room. And it was basically a, a small dance studio. Yeah, it was Very just, small, intimate, mirrored walls. The whole thing was a little strange. Yeah, but I, I actually really enjoyed it. No, so Susan, who runs the studio, mm-hmm. sister, Susan's sister, owns a bakery in right. Jersey, and Tabitha frequents that bakery, which is how this connection was made. So right. Tabitha's friendly with Donna, who's the bakery owner. Dawn. Dawn. <laughs> with Dawn. Dawn, whose friends... No, so Dawn is Susan's sister. Susan owns Life Celebrate Life Studio. Right. And I guess they connected and were like, let's make this happen. And Tabitha probably just threw them a bone and did this as a favor. Mm-hmm. I thought overall the experience was great. She's a really outspoken, matter-of-fact kind of bitch. She owns that term. She's taken it and put a very positive spin on it. And it was just very, very motivational. A lot more personal than I thought. She went into a lot of detail about her own personal journey. Overall, mm-hmm. Tabitha's amazing. Really badass. I, I have to say, her perception on television, she absolutely knows how people perceive her mm-hmm. as that bitch on television. Yeah. And she's so not a one-dimensional character. She not at actually all has a million dimensions. Right. She got so real about some real personal stuff in her life with us, but I really enjoyed it. I mean, it was all hairdressers, which totally makes sense now that I think about mm-hmm. it. We were the only like reality TV chasing fans. people. Yeah. There was one point where she said, she said, you would never talk to your friends the way you talk to yourself. And Allie and I in that moment looked at each other and giggled and she goes, oh, stop it, you two. She had our, our number right away. She yeah. knew that we weren't hairstylists, right. that we were straight up there as like, like fangirls. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but there was that one girl that sat in front of us. Remember the one oh that came my in God. late? First of all, this woman walked in and she was like, I understand the importance of time. Right, I'm so sorry. And Tabitha was like, sit down and shut up, basically. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this woman comes in and then she ends up sitting right in front of us and I could barely see Tabitha because her lips 
were, were so, so big, big and blocked my entire view. But she was into it. Every time was, someone was like telling their story, she was like shaking her head and being like, nodding. "Yes, girl." She kept yes, turning around. Queen. That one girl that was talking about how she went from pharmaceuticals to, to interior, interior design. design. Yeah. She was like turning around, clapping, like, "Yes, like you be your true self. <laughs> like you are uber." Don't let anyone ever like make you think otherwise. Like who cares what other people think? <laughs> it was like she a was little like the Greek chorus. Yeah. It was yeah. It was like simmer down, dial it down a little bit. Yeah. And then that other woman that drove four hours. Oh my God. So we had a woman sitting right in front of me. She drove four hours for this. And From then Pennsylvania. Was, and then was getting in the car and driving back. Meanwhile, she was in six inch heels stilettos. She was in six inch heels and she had an iPad, like first generation iPad with her. with a kill case, someone. With a case that was made out of pure Silicone. metal. I don't know. It was so Brolic, this i uh, this uh, this iPad case. Oh, she was sweet, was a weapon. Though. She was she. I don't know. She Every, was a little off. Everyone was off there. Oh, then she was like, "They're assholes." No, Everybody- someone someone said something about having an opinion, and she goes, "Opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one," which is a common saying. I know, but, but that's gross. Well, it was just un- it was off putting. Un- unnecessary. Anyway, the experience was great. Yeah. I mean, we got a booklet like to do a workshop in, which right. I thought was great. Well, you didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it, but I was thinking the answers in my head. I actually have mine with me right now. All right, now. let's we, read them. Let's read through it real quick. So Tabitha gives us like a little workbook and it's basically just to understand who you are and your inner self. I found it very effective. Okay. So the first page, who are you at your core? I'm not talking about your resume here or a list of your accomplishments. Dig deeper than that. I are would you much stubborn, appreciate it. Can you stop? Can you stop? Can you please do this in an attempted Australian accent? Fine. I'm not talking about your resume here or a list of your accomplishments. Dig deeper than that. Are you stubborn, compassionate, hot-headed, too easygoing? Make a list of at least 10 things. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Perfect. Okay, so my list. Give us your list. Ambitious, witty, confrontational, provocative, gregarious, slash extroverted. Meaning not like sexually, but more, yeah, like I, I push the envelope a little bit. I like to initiate controversial conversations or that subjects. Mean, that's provocative? Wouldn't provocative. That, wouldn't that be like- No, um, provocative means you, you, you provoke people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Caring, control freak, tenacious, creative. Those were some. What would you put? What are your top three? Who you are as a person? Thoughtful. Really? Okay. I think I'm very thoughtful. Honest. Honest for sure. Reliable. Okay. At least professionally. Yes. Detail oriented. Mm-hmm. Organized. Very. Clean. Clean as a whistle. Who do you want to be? Accent. Where do you need to work on yourself? Take the three things about yourself that you're not so into and think about how you'd like to be different. So I put less of a perfectionist and more financially responsible. Okay. I think you're financially responsible. It's just because you like to buy a twelve thousand I mean a twelve hundred dollar <laughs> coat here or there. Like whatever. Well, no, it's not whatever because now I'm unemployed and I was not financially prepared to be in this but, like, position you need because those I, coats. So I you do keep need the coats. Sandro Camel overcoat. Right. Who doesn't need a Sandro jacket. overcoat? <laughs> it's true. And I wear those coats with fucking pride. As you should, love. And it's an investment. All right, now it gets really deep. What is your purpose? Take a minute to think about the lists you've made so far. Who are you? Who do you want to be? Brainstorm a list of the following questions. What gets you out of bed in the morning? What motivates you? What gets me out of bed in the morning is the fact that I have no other choice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... 
let's be honest here. I don't know. I'm not one who's in, I, I understand the whole like finding yourself. Uh, to me, it's kind of BS. I'm just not into motivational speaking. I see life as like it is what it is. I have to get out of bed every morning because I have to go to work and I have to make money and I don't really have a choice. I'm not fucking Meghan Markle over here. So yeah, I get out of bed every morning because I simply have to. Okay, mine was to entertain people, to inspire people, to achieve the goals I set for myself, and to create a legacy. Wow. Why are you looking at your boobs? I don't know. Um, that's weird. I mean, What's that's weird not, about not, that? I, I want... No, I meant... No, no, no. Um, that's great. I'm really happy for you. Okay, but I'm including <laughs> you in that journey, by the way. Amen. All right, I think we're done with the yeah. uh, the Tabitha workbook, but overall... So basically, she gave us this workbook, and she also gave us a copy of her book. She did give us a copy Own of her it. book. Own it. by Tabitha, and more so than that, she has a very special message for our listeners. Hi, Mostly Unscripted listeners. It's Tabitha here, and I hope that you enjoyed Sam and Ali's recap of my bitch camp. As you can hear, I'm sitting on a plane about to take off for Tokyo, so you can hear the announcement behind me. I just wanted to say hi and tell you to keep listening to this podcast. Bye, everyone. Yeah, so basically we connected with Tabitha after. She had remembered our previous podcast because I had sent it to her on Twitter, and she said, oh, this is great, but you need to work on your accent. So she was aware of who we were, and she was more than willing to send that message to our listeners. So that's just a little Easter egg for you guys. All right, let's move on. There have been a few headlines, actually, since we last recorded that I want to discuss with you. Okay. Number one. Crazy Rich Asians, man. It's the talk of the town. Oh my God, we have to see it. When are yeah. we seeing it? I'll go this week at any point. Yeah. I'm really happy. So everyone's talking about how it's great that now Asian people are being more represented. <laughs> what's what's so funny about that? <laughs> Nothing. I just thought it was funny. Well, how do you feel about that? I mean, we all know that my favorite cuisine is anything Asian. So mm-hmm. I'm 100% in support of this Asian movement or whatever's happening. Okay. And I really want to see it. I've been telling you for weeks I want to see Crazy Rich Asians. I know. Now, why is Say it- Say that 10 times over. Crazy, crazy rich, rich Asians. Asians. <laughs> crazy Rich Asians. 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 Am I saying crazins or raisins? What am Rage I- Crazy Asians. Rich Asians. Crazy Rich Asians. Crazy Rich Asians. Crazy Rich Asians. That's tough. Yeah. Say Jewish shush. Jewish sushi chef. 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 Jewish sushi. Okay, whatever. Back to crazy rich Asians. Rich Asians. Why are Asian people so rich? Is it because they're very smart? Is it because I don't know? Look at Dorothy Wang. Oh my God, we love Dar. We love to hate Dorothy. I love to love Dorothy. I love to hate Dorothy. Wait. Meanwhile, just speaking of them, mm-hmm. Morgan and Roxy were just recently at a wedding together. I know. I heard. Oh, speaking of Morgan, I need to show you something. What? Those of you who don't know who we're talking about, it's Morgan Stewart from The Rich Kids of Beverly Hills, one of the most important reality shows of our time. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you serious right now? You you finally caved and ordered a pair of Touche LA but Morgan Stewart workout pants? Tell me these do not look like a toddler size. Looks like 5T. you got those at Carter's. 5T. Actually from Carter's. They're pink leggings from Carter's. Those would fit my five-year-old niece, Sophia. How the fuck do you fit in those? Do they are they 
completely lycra? What is the material? What they, do they look like on? I mean, I'll put them on for you, but they do not look good. Really? <laughs> you need to be insanely skinny to wear hot neon pink leggings. Forget about leggings. These are compression pants. <laughs> this is good for like preventing deep vein thrombosis if you're flying to Australia. I don't know what these are. Deep vein, deep vein thrombosis. <laughs> do you know what deep vein thrombosis yes, God is? God forbid, knock on wood. I know. All right, so the jury is still out. So are you going to keep the touche pants or are you going to return them? I, I think I'm going to keep them as my work towards skinny pants. That's a good idea. Yeah. If I can ever look anything like Morgan, I'll be very happy and I'll proudly rock these freaking hot ass neon pink leggings. You can look a lot like Morgan. No, I think I'm more of the Khloe Kardashian. All right, why don't we pivot to talk about the Kardashians? I have a question. So Kim sold her house in Bel Air. Yes, that was random. And that was really- That woman was fucking creepy. Creepy ass. Yeah, I'll invite you for dinner. And Kim was like, okay, get the fuck out of here. The whole Kendall thing was very strange too. Yeah, she didn't inform Kendall that she was selling her house and that she had to move. Also, I don't don't understand. (sighs) They all, they buy houses like- I I change my underwear. Yeah. Yeah. And all they do, it seems now, because really, if you think about it, what are their main businesses? So Kim has KKW- Chloe has good faith but or whatever, they also good have genes. Their apps. They don't do, I think in years past, they were busier because they were doing appearances and more photo shoots. Now it seems like all they do is just sit in their house in and get and their makeup done and mm-hmm. eat salad. And so they're always in hair and makeup when they're lounging. Do you think that that's only because they're filming? Like, do you really think that that's 365 a year? I that's would think exhausting. so. I mean, because they're, they're pretty much in the public eye every single day of their life. They're photographed. Did you see Kim's newest thing, her neon green hair to yes. match the neon Lambo? Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. And you saw who she was with in Miami all weekend? Who? Fucking food god. Oh yeah, I saw that. He's got. He's re- someone's got a. Someone's got to like. No, don't. I know. I, know. I don't want to be that, that drastic, but he's got to be. Someone's got to really I, I, put I, him in his place. He's got to like get arrested for tax evasion or yeah. something. I just I can't, can't see his face anymore. Yeah. Him and you know who else I can't stand in that whole circle? Who? Scotty Kunha. Oh yeah. We've whose said, comments we, on every fucking photo of theirs like my bestie? We've said killing that it. Fire emoji. Fuck off, Scotty Kunha. <laughs> but Kim just are they just bored? Do they just sit around? and say like how can I just shock the internet again they must so okay so back to the Kendall thing A why wouldn't Kendall just stay with Chris her mom Chris has a mega mansion. Right. Two, go stay in a hotel for a thousand a night that's a drop in the bucket. Go stay with Kylie like figure it out. That's like so weird that Kendall's like, now I'm out. I don't know where to live. Their whole their whole housing situation it's is very so bizarre. They always move in with one another. Why why not just they're get a rental build, property? They're always, they're always building, renovating. They're always, it's yeah. just too much. And they all now live in hidden hills in California. Calabasas, I think. It's in the live. Calabasas area. Going back to hotel living. Can we talk about Tin? Can we go back to New York Housewives for a second? Yeah. Why is Tinsley living in an apartment? I don't know. That's it's thirty thousand like, dollars a month. It's a, a fucking s- hotel. Room. I don't get it. Who a how does Scott have that much money? I don't know. And who who has that much money and just wastes it like that? Go get. Why a, don't you get a beautiful loft in Tribeca for, for 15, fifteen grand a month? Yeah. How dumb. I don't. Maybe because she wants like the maid service, but then like hire a maid, you'll still make money. It, it's it's asinine. Idiotic. I don't yeah. I don't believe it. I don't kind of believe it either. It seems very strange. Very strange. All right, just a few more things before we wrap up. We haven't talked about Shahs of Sunset that much. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to because you know they're a personal favorite of mine. I love them. I I just love their glitzy, their whole like la 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 la. 
I mean, I love the cultural aspect of it, you know, salumati and whatnot, but I feel like, A, I feel like all of their clothing is just far too tight. They all are like busting at the seams. Busting. Especially MJ. She's know, always wearing like, a girdle her, or a fucking yeah. corset top where tits are fucking falling Fall, out. Like they're like flowing yes, out. It's just, yeah, it's a little yeah. too extreme. Oh God. You saw her dad passed away. Yeah. Shams. Yeah. I know. We got to talk about Nima and Mona. What is going on there? Allegedly brother and sister? I don't know. And I love how Destiny's like, I don't talk to, if I had a brother, I don't talk to my brother like no. that. She's coming at it for shell a little. Destiny? Yeah. yeah. I, now I see why they kept her around. Yeah. She I was wonder terrible what happened, last season. I wonder what happened with Shervin and Asa. Because they're going to come in and out, but they're not main cast members anymore. And also, is Shervin still with Annalise? I don't, is Annalise... Real, Real or, or is she a robot? A ro- I think she's an android. Yeah. Something with, she's she either a like blow a up doll bot. or an like android. a fembot. Exactly. Remember like yeah, from Austin yes. Powers? Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like at any point she could just short circuit and, and, like, and <laughs> just completely fucking shut down. Maybe that's what happened to her. I think it might have. I think they boxed her up and mailed her back to Amazon <laughs> or something. No, she comes from Alibaba. <laughs> she's she's Alibaba. She's not even verified to be sold on Amazon. She's not she on is Prime. Alibaba fucking shit. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Anyway, I think they're great. I'm so excited for the season. Um, and I just, yeah, the whole Nima Mona thing is funny. So now Mike's over Mona. He's like, right. we don't share the same beliefs. Right. Which is strange. I mean, Mike is a... I feel like Mike is your hall pass. Mike and his duel <laughs> are my hall pass. His duel? Are you kidding me? His, what do they call it? Like Dudutala? Golden dick? Dudutala. Dudutala. I don't know. But Does Mike, Mike know about that? You're Mike? No. Is Mike, don't what's his last name? Spot. Mike Shuad? Is Mike Shuhead your hall pass? I think I I think so, but I think my my Mike and Mike Shu had have like a little similar look. What? <laughs> if you had to put two people together, they don't look like opposites. Mike Aronson, your husband from Cambridge, Massachusetts, or wherever the fuck he's from. Where is he from? Worcestershire. <laughs> Worcester. Worcester. And Mike Shuhead from Iran. Could not look less Let's do alike. A pick stitch. I will put a pick stitch on our Instagram and, and do a poll. And do a poll. Yeah, I'm so happy for MJ though. That seemed to really work out Me well. Me too. With, and I really, I was skeptical because they were engaged for a while, and he then they seemed didn't. Shady, but I think he's the real deal. Uh, no, he's Tommy's from Queens. He's a New Yorker. Yeah. He's Italian. We love Tommy. I love Tommy. Yeah. Tommy. Tom, Tommy doesn't play around, and I'm glad that Vida June is finally yeah. warming up to Tommy. Vida June. She said, "I'm gonna marry Tommy." I don't. What is up with Vida June? I I don't know. Vita June's got some issues. They need to do a show on Bravo about the mothers of certain cast members. You oh know, God, Vita June. Vita June. Mama Joyce. Mama Joyce, for sure. Like, imagine Mama Joyce and Vita June getting into a fight. Oh, my God. They should all like, go on. I don't give a damn what Vita June has to say. God damn it, Candy. You put me in a damn house with Vita June, I'm going to drag her ass up the damn street, motherfucking falafel. And what would Vita June's response <laughs> Vita be? Vita June would just give her the death like stare. Like disgusting and you- piece of shit. <laughs> totally. Who else would be on that show? Oh my Vita June, Mama Joyce, just- Dale... Dale Dale Mortimer, Tinsley's oh, Dale mom. Dale Mortimer for sure. There's been so many moms. 
I mean, we can throw like Kathy Hilton in there for shits and giggles. She's really not of that generation, though. No, Kathy. She's I, older. Kathy scares me. Kathy's- I don't say anything bad about Kathy. She'll we'll have like a cease and desist order out <laughs> on us or something. We love you, Kathy Hilton. Yeah, I think let's cut to the chase. Let's do our words of the day and okay, our sponsors. Let's do it. Yep. Okay, guys. Sam's. Oh, this one's easy. All right, give me a hard one. Vespertin. Vespertin. This this app is terrible. I know. We've already discussed that. It's too late. Because when I read this thing, the ver- the Vesperton hour was nigh, and over this iron landscape, there floated the moon. What? An opal button in the sky. <laughs> like, what does this even mean? We need a new app. This is ridiculous. We keep saying we're going to get a new app, no, and we is, never this do. This is scary, because- Can this- you work on that, then, for next yes. week? Can you- So, Vespertine means relating to, occurring, or active in the evening. So basically nocturnal, kind of? I have no idea. This app is weird. All right. Fuck it. So sponsor of the week, Mm -hmm. as we spoke about, my sponsor of the week is going to be Touche LA. I, as much shit as I talk, I love Morgan Stewart. Morgan. (laughs) I love Morgan Stewart. (laughs) What does that sound weird? (laughs) Wait, some names sound really fucking weird. Say the name Julia. Keep saying the name Julia. No, I do this to myself all the time. I just look in the mirror and like, I'm like, what? Try it with Julia. Okay. Say it. Julia. A few times more. Julia. 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 Do you say Julia or Julia? Julia. 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 (laughs) It's weird, right? Touche LA because I got to give it to her. She's really, she's selling the shit out of, out of workout clothes. How much were those pants? A hundred bucks. Are you out of your Frickin' mine. One hundred dollars. You paid a hundred dollars. Yep. I mean, I got those? like fifteen percent off. I think for my first order, but I sure did, and I got a toddler size five T. <laughs> so give it up, Morgs. Well, she needs to diversify the line a bit. It, all it is is neon colored spandex. Pretty much, but it doesn't and matter. Bras. She's doing something right. Wow. All right, who's your sponsor of the week? 90 Plus. What's 90 Plus? 90 Plus is a, basically a, a brand of wine. It's a wine distributor. And their oh, concept I've seen is, it. Yeah, their concept is, so certain wines that are rated 90 points or more, it means they are basically the best wines. Okay. Right? So the top vineyards and wine producers have a, a score of 90 or more. What 90 Plus does, it takes excess wine from these vineyards and bottles it and repackages it as 90 plus and sells it at a much cheaper price point. So you're paying, let's say $12 for a bottle of 90 plus, and it could be wine from a vineyard that would normally be like $80 or, you know, whatever the, whatever the difference is, but they make really, really delicious, inexpensive wines. I can see the label now in my head. All varietals, Pinot Grigio, Rosé, Pinot Noir, Cabernet, Sauvignon really Blanc. Really great idea. And it's it's just become my go-to wine. They sell it almost everywhere, and it's it's just a very solid, reliable What's bottle What's the average of wine. price point for like a bottle of Roe? $11. Amazing. Yeah, and now they have a magnum of 90-plus rosé. And it's a really good rosé. It's a Cote de Provence. Cote de Provence. So it's, it's, you know, it's comparable to a Whispering Angel or a Miraval, mm. and it's $20 for a magnum. That's a really good price. You Speaking can't beat of wine, it. yes, I say we end this podcast. Um, Mike and I's delivery of wine from Italy has arrived. No way. So I say we crack a bottle and end this weekend, right? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, get me the bottle. I'll open it. Let's go. Okay. No label. Oh, that's legit. Oh, okay. I see. It's very subtle. Oh, nice. Toscana. Cheers. Hope you listeners enjoyed this botched episode. We'll be back next week. Bye.